Luke chapter 18 Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray at all times and not lose heart. In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected men, and there was a widow in that town who kept appealing to him, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect men, yet because this widow keeps pestering me, I will give her justice. Then she will stop wearing me out with her perpetual requests. And the Lord said, Listen to the words of the unjust judge. Will not God bring about justice for his elect to cry out to him day and night? Will he continue to defer their help? I tell you, he will promptly carry out justice on their behalf. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? To some who trusted in their own righteousness and viewed others with contempt, he also told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like the other men, swindlers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and pay tithes of all that I acquire. But the tax collector stood at a distance, unwilling even to lift up his eyes to heaven. Instead, he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you, this man, rather than the Pharisee, went home justified. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Now people were even bringing their babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. And when the disciples saw this, they rebuked those who brought them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who does not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Then a certain ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus replied, No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. All these I have kept from my youth, he said. On hearing this, Jesus told him, You still lack one thing. Sell everything you own and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the ruler heard this, he became very sad, because he was extremely wealthy. Seeing the man's sadness, Jesus said, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this ask, Who then can be saved? But Jesus said, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Look, said Peter, we have left all we had to follow you. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or wife or brothers, or parents, or children, for the sake of the kingdom of God, will fail to receive many times more in this age, and in the age to come, eternal life. Then Jesus took the twelve aside and said to them, Look, we are going up to Jerusalem, and everything the prophets have written about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked, and insulted, and spit upon. They will flog him, and kill him, and on the third day he will rise again. 
But the disciples did not understand any of these things. The meaning was hidden from them, and they did not comprehend what he was saying. As Jesus drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting beside the road, begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, they told him. So he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way admonished him to be silent, but he cried out all the louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and directed that the man be brought to him. When he had been brought near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, he said, let me see again. Receive your sight, Jesus replied. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, glorifying God. And all the people who saw this gave praise to God. Chapter 19 Then Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. And there was a man named Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector, who was very wealthy. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but could not see over the crowd because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him, since Jesus was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to that place, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, hurry down, for I must stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus hurried down and welcomed him joyfully, and all who saw this began to grumble, saying, He is gone to be the guest of a sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, half of my possessions I give to the poor, and if I have cheated anyone, I will repay it fourfold. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. While the people were listening to this, Jesus proceeded to tell them a parable, because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought the kingdom of God would appear imminently. So he said, A man of noble birth went to a distant country to lay claim to his kingship and then return. Beforehand, he called ten of his servants and gave them ten minas. Conduct business with this until I return, he said. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, We do not want this man to rule over us. When he returned from procuring his kingship, he summoned the servants to whom he had given the money to find out what each one had earned. The first servant came forward and said, Master, your mina has produced ten more minas. His master replied, Well done, good servant, because you have been faithful in a very small matter. You shall have authority over ten cities. The second servant came and said, Master, your mina has made five minas. And to this one he said, You shall have authority over five cities. Then another servant came and said, Master, here is your mina, which I have laid away in a piece of cloth. For I was afraid of you, because you are a harsh man. You withdraw what you did not deposit, and reap what you did not sow. His master replied, You wicked servant, I will judge you by your own words. So you knew that I am a harsh man, withdrawing what I did not deposit, and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not deposit my money in the bank, and upon my return I could have collected it with interest? Then he told those standing by, Take the mina from him, and give it to the one who has ten minas. Master, they said, he already has ten. He replied, I tell you that everyone who has will be given more, but the one who does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. And these enemies of mine, who were unwilling for me to rule over them, bring them here and slay them in front of me. 
After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent out two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, Why are you untying it? Tell him, The Lord needs it. So those who were sent went out and found it, just as Jesus had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked, Why are you untying the colt? The Lord needs it, they answered. Then they led the colt to Jesus, threw their cloaks over it, and put Jesus on it. As he rode along, the people spread their cloaks on the road, and as he approached the descent from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to praise God joyfully in a loud voice for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. But some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he answered, if they remain silent, the very stones will cry out. As Jesus approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If only you had known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will barricade you and surround you and hem you in on every side. They will level you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God. Then Jesus entered the temple courts and began to drive out those who were selling there. He declared to them, It is written, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Jesus was teaching at the temple every day, but the chief priests, scribes, and leaders of the people were intent on killing him. Yet they could not find a way to do so, because all the people hung on his words. Chapter 20 One day as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the gospel, the chief priests and scribes, together with the elders, came up to him. Tell us, they said, by what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? I will also ask you a question, Jesus replied. Tell me, John's baptism, was it from heaven or from men? They deliberated among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it was from. And Jesus replied, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Then he proceeded to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard, rented it out to some tenants, and went away for a long time. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat the servant and sent him away empty-handed. So he sent another servant but they beat him and treated him shamefully, sending him away empty-handed. Then he sent a third, but they wounded him and threw him out. What shall I do? asked the owner of the vineyard. I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw the son, they discussed it among themselves and said, This is the heir. Let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants, and will give the vineyard to others. 
And when the people heard this, they said, May such a thing never happen. But Jesus looked directly at them and said, Then what is the meaning of that which is written? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but he on whom it falls will be crushed. When the scribes and chief priests realized that Jesus had spoken this parable against them, they sought to arrest him that very hour, but they were afraid of the people. So they watched him closely and sent spies who pretended to be sincere. They were hoping to catch him in his words in order to hand him over to the rule and authority of the governor. Teacher, they inquired, we know that you speak and teach correctly. You show no partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus saw through their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denarius, whose image and inscription are on it. Caesar's, they answered. So Jesus told them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And they were unable to trap him in his words before the people, and amazed at his answer, they fell silent. Then some of the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to question him. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man is to marry his brother's widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a wife but died childless. Then the second and the third married the widow, and in the same way all seven died, leaving no children. And last of all, the woman died. So then, in the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For all seven were married to her. Jesus answered, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy to share in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. In fact, they can no longer die because they are like the angels. And since they are sons of the resurrection, they are sons of God. Even Moses demonstrates that the dead are raised in the passage about the burning bush. For he calls the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well. And they did not dare to question him any further. Then Jesus declared, How can it be said that the Christ is the son of David? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Thus David calls him Lord. So how can he be David's son? In the hearing of all the people, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes. They like to walk around in long robes, and they love the greetings in the marketplaces, the chief seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at banquets. They defraud widows of their houses, and for a show make lengthy prayers. These men will receive greater condemnation. Chapter 21 Then Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury, and he saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others, for they all contributed out of their surplus but she, out of her poverty, has put in all she had to live on. 
as some of the disciples were remarking how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and consecrated gifts, Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. Teacher, they ask, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? Jesus answered, See to it that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and rebellions, do not be alarmed. These things must happen first, but the end is not imminent. Then he told them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, along with fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. On account of my name, they will deliver you to the synagogues and prisons, and they will bring you before kings and governors. This will be your opportunity to serve as witnesses, so make up your mind not to worry beforehand how to defend yourselves. For I will give you speech and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you will be put to death and you will be hated by everyone because of my name. Yet not even a hair of your head will perish. By your patient endurance you will gain your souls. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, you will know that her desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let those in the city get out, and let those in the country stay out of the city. For these are the days of vengeance, to fulfill all that is written." How miserable those days will be for pregnant and nursing mothers, for there will be great distress upon the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive into all the nations, and Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and on the earth dismay among the nations. Bewildered by the roaring of the sea and the surging of the waves, Men will faint from fear and anxiety over what is coming upon the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. At that time they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to happen, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then Jesus told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But watch yourselves, or your hearts will be weighed down by dissipation, drunkenness, and the worries of life, and that day will spring upon you suddenly like a snare. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of all the earth, so keep watch at all times and pray that you may have the strength to escape all that is about to happen and to stand before the Son of Man. Every day Jesus taught at the temple, but every evening he went out to spend the night on the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning all the people would come to hear him at the temple.